street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Good. Just fine. Wonderful. Picked so, a good day for a walk. It is. Beautiful. Um, so what are you doing? What kind of work are you doing? Well, I'm not affiliated with the park, but I have a hobby where I chat with strangers for five minutes. Okay. It's the neatest thing. We pick a belief that has formed in your mind mm-hmm. that you're sure that you're sure is true. Mm-hmm. Like you think karma's real, or you check your horoscope, or you pray to a god. Mm-hmm. And I ask questions. To figure out what you believe, why, and how you determine that it's actually true. Okay. Well, how do you pick the people? Randomly. You didn't pick us. Well, you know why? Because there's two of you. And I didn't want to split you up. Oh. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. I can talk to two people, and mm-hmm. if you share the same belief, then we can have you the... You t- to her so she approached you. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we, can, we can talk if you okay. want. But I don't, you know, we can time for so five she, minutes. Yeah, she can too. That's my no, sister. you can talk. I'm just going to wait. Okay. Now. Is there a, a, a belief you want to unpack and discuss a little bit? Mm, oh, I thought you gave us an example. No, he's like he said you could give. I, I would actually prefer if you pick it, and pick something that is deep to you, meaningful. Mm. It impacts who you are as a person. Mm. You actually find your behavior influenced because you have this belief. Oh yeah. Why well, you have something oh, you, you don't know? Deep mine may be too deep, deep for five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, you know well, my thing. Sometimes we go five of the it beeps and people are just like they keep talking, yeah. which is fine. Are you okay if I record it? You want me to tell you what mine is or you can yes. Okay. You're okay? Oh, you can go ahead. No, yeah. you do it because you're stopping me talking. No, don't go ahead. No, I'm fine. I can listen. What? Is that your belief too? No. Oh. I mean, I believe it's karma, but not that deep. You know? mm-hmm. But you can go ahead. No, just do one of yours because I didn't... I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't want to waste the time. <laughs> That's okay. Get you on the way out. Honestly, if I can catch you before you go, oh, it yeah, tends yeah, to yeah. stick with you a little more because oh, then you're thinking you're about thinking it while you're walking. So that would be my preference. Do you think a God exists? Do you, when a good thing happens to you, do you think, well, that was because I did something good the other day? She's stronger. Than that, <laughs> you're stronger than that? Mine is more so karma than that a God exists. Mm. I grew up believing that a God exists, but over. The years and situations, I don't have that belief. I, I can't say I don't have the belief, but I don't have that faith and and attaching everything to a God. Gotcha. And it's really so, strange, is because we're we sisters and we're close and we, we were raised in church and mm-hmm. and, I just don't, uh, and and it's like one of those things. She's okay to say that, but I'm not because I believe it's God, and I I would be scared not to believe there's one. Mm. Cause then I don't know what am I supposed to do if I don't believe this one anymore. But I believe so it doesn't have to be way. a God, but a higher power. Everybody people has, place yeah. so much things on God, but I believe I was raised to believe in God and things happen because of that. But if someone told me if you go to this tree every day and you pray, your thing, things are going to happen. And if those things happen, I'm going to think it's the least of that tree. It's whatever you, you're taught. So I think when people place things on God, some things mm. karma are going to happen regardless. I do believe that. I believe people. Mm. I know people that pray to God every day and uh, and feel they don't have any blessings and they're struggling. 
I know people that don't, and it, I they just think it's the belief. If there's a mm. karma, you, you give it out, it's going to come back. Mm -hmm. uh, when things go bad, people say you need to pray to God, and that's why God is trying to teach you a lesson, and this, this and that. But when it goes good, oh, God answered. But how do we know that? You don't really know that. That's that's my, my mm -hmm. belief. You don't really know that. If there is a God, and, and I say, and I'm just going to be really honest, okay? I say, does the slave and the slave master serve the same God? How is that possible? Mm. One is depressed, one is this mm. disparity. If we serve the same God, how is that possible? How could the same God give um, privilege to some and not to others? Mm. So it's my, and I'm just like maybe three to four years into thinking things like this, you know, deep. It seems like you put some thought into uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I don't share it a lot with black people. Yeah. I, mean, I share it with my, my family. Can I ask you, ma'am? Um, mm -hmm. You mentioned that uh, that fear is a component of why you believe. I think you said something to that effect. Because if that's not what you're saying, please correct me. No, no, because we were both raised to believe in God. Both our, my, both our parents raised us to believe in God. Now, mother was, I mean, we always went to church, and that was what sustained her. Was, Who? Was Your mom? Mother mm -hmm. was, was her belief in God, yeah. and that through all things, you know, it's, it's possible. You know, oh, Spider. That, uh, that only through that things are possible, and I sort of understand what she's saying. I do believe you don't want to, if you don't believe in God, you have to believe, you, you have to surrender yourself to something because there has to be something greater than. Why yourself. do you think that? Well, because if you're struggling with something and it's difficult for you to get beyond it, you have to be able to open yourself and surrender yourself out for help. Whatever that is, to because if you believe that you're the greatest of everything, when you get into a situation and you're unable to get out, are you strong enough or weak enough to say, I need help? I need for someone to help me. Mm -hmm. You know, I need something, I need someone to help me through it. Now, in reference to, to, to belief in God, I will say I've had some, I've had a situation where I struggled with God and I was very angry I could not pray I didn't pray for a year and I couldn't tell anybody that because I felt embarrassed and I felt like that's not right you're supposed to but I did speak to someone well preacher and said I told him and he goes that's okay God doesn't you know I mean he's big enough for you to be mad at him but my mother didn't say that she said no you just keep praying but my preacher said, when you couldn't pray, someone prayed for you. When you didn't know how to pray, someone prayed for you. So when you're raised that way, it's like, because I am angry, but I don't know. I don't, I, I, I can't be where she, I, I, I just can't be where she is. Let me ask you a question. And I didn't get your names. Can I get your first names? My name is Gail, G-A-Y-L-E. Okay, Gail. I'm Carla, C-A-R-L-A. Okay, Carla. And it's a little different that we're sisters. I'm Anthony. Than we're kind of like this way. <laughs> No, no, it's, it's fascinating, honestly, especially because you were raised by the same mom, I, mm -hmm. I think, right? And dad. So, in the same house, yeah. 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 in the same house, same dad, if, college if, roommates. Let me ask you, if, if you were raised, oh, if you were raised, she's doing something over here, if you were raised in a family where they were largely skeptical and they didn't teach you about a God and they didn't take you to church and, and tell you to pray to a God and tell you that you needed to have a God to get through difficult times. Mm -hmm. Do you think that when you encountered those difficult times that you would have been able to find a way to get through it by yourself or with friends? I do. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't even know 
how not to even have thought that. You know, I don't even know. I've been on the side where, where she is, and and it was like I said, it was one. It was almost shameful to think that I don't that I was struggling with, with God, and to not even to think where she is. I don't even know how to think that because we lost our parents very quickly behind each other, and neither were very I'm so sick. sorry. Well, thank you. And neither were 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 very sick, and so that's where some of hers comes from, and mine too. But when I was upset with God and didn't pray, I kind of felt things just got worse for me. And so it was like, okay, is this happening because I, I'm not praying anymore? Hmm. Or is it happening because it was supposed to? And then, of course, I think what God would, would want you to suffer, like she's saying, hmm. you know, what God would want you to yeah, suffer because, you know, the I way think... that, 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 that I am suffering if he's a God and he's supposed hmm. to love me. Why am I suffering this way? But then it was like, is it my relationship that's causing me this? Whereas with me, I, I think that when people say, you know, well, pray about it, tell God what you want. And I'm like, shouldn't he already know? And I have been praying for certain things forever, so I keep going back for the same thing. Is God not him or is, is there God, you know? Mm. Why do I have to go? And, and if he knows the, the desires of my heart, and I know prayers without work is dead, I understand all that. And I've been through that whole praying thing. And it's like, okay, and some things in my life where I need that change, I don't have. And some things that I have that look to other people like, oh, you're doing this and that's great. That's not making me happy. And this God, this so-called God that I'm praying, have prayed to, that hasn't happened. So I, it's just a contradictory thing. Mm -hmm. So, but if it's not happening, you have those those religious people, Bible thumpers, because you're not praying or you're doing something wrong in your life. And I'm looking like there's some people that have really, really wronged me in life and in relationships, and they are moving on. So I haven't done those things. So what is it mm -hmm. I'm doing mm -hmm. that? Um, that is so displeasing to this God, okay, that, that I'm not receiving those things that are, that are really what, because what I want as far as being happy is nothing material, it's nothing uh, financial, it's, it's nothing, it's just, I'm thinking it's, it's free, and I can't, uh, can't seem to, to get that, so okay. I just, it just, I've just lately just really gone back and just questioned this whole God thing, and, and if there were, it's, it's truly just a belief because there's so many different religions and what people believe in, so there's not just one God, it's that one God and whatever you believe in. I talked to a lot of people who believe in all different yeah, kinds of gods. So why do you think, Carla, that Gail was able to get beyond the belief that she was taught and it seems like you are still, pardon the expression, but maybe a slave to the belief? Mm -hmm. Why can't you get beyond this belief like your sister has? Well, I, What's holding you in? Um, because that's what my parents taught me to believe. And my mother was, you pray, you be patient. Do parents always teach things that are true? Um, I won't say that they do. You How do you know, know that this is true? How do I know that? And that's the thing about it. I don't, I can't tell, I don't necessarily know that it's true. However, I know you have to believe in something higher than yourself. And that's what I was taught and I choose to do. I choose to believe that this God, rather, I mean, like you said, I could believe choose in a rock. Choose to believe in the God. Yeah, I can choose to believe in a rock as my higher power as long as it'll help me get through the things that I need for it to get me through. And it, it's sort of like... And are you, I, and are you, are, excuse me, are you just believing in the God because it's a coping mechanism to get through difficult times? Um, yes. 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 And I can use the philosophy, like I have friends that have children that are doctors and they're very um they're struggling with some of their children because as their children like three of them as their children have progressed 
in their medical area, they've kind of gotten where she is like, hey, is there a God or is this me? You know, you're seeing people who don't be, believe in gods become successful in their children, and, and they've been really, really disappointed in them, two of them at least, because as they've raised their children in church, and the more successful they've gotten as doctors, they're going, it wasn't God in that room, that was me. So I'm the person who saved this person. So, so I, that's what I'm saying. I sort of understand where she is. It's like, I mean, was that God who did that, or was that me who saved that person? That was that was me. That wasn't God. Oldest, youngest. Where? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Okay, mm -hmm. that's interesting. I'm the oldest mm -hmm. in my family too. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not the oldest. We have two other sisters. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, I don't know. You're the oldest are. of the two. I think they probably believe in, in God. I think a lot of people would believe in it because of habit. We were taught to believe that. But as mm -hmm. I grew older and I and I moved around and I didn't immediately get connected with the church, I visited different churches and. Um, I just, just the belief, and I'm just looking at it more from a, um, I just kind of pick it apart, and I'm really looking at this. It's like, how is there so much disparity and just so much, and you think about the Bible, and the Bible is supposed to save us. So in slave times, the Bible was not created by, it was created by this the slave, slave, slave master to give to the slave. So why would the slave master give me a way to save myself? So this is just this whole thing. So if the book wasn't written by us, probably written for us, but it's given to us and now we've taken it as, as our saving grace. But but why is so that my main question when I find someone who can answer that, do we say serve the same God? If so, how is that possible? Mm -hmm. I did and that's a really like how is that and possible? Those I probably need to, to, to ask through. the pastor that. Yeah. How but I'm just saying, can that slave master in that house, big house, and I'm here changed to a pole, do we serve the same God? How is it possible? That's just mm -hmm. like how is it possible that who is this person, this God that we both serve, that has decided that one is more superior than the other? And to this day, still, it's still like that. So no, I mean, unless we have a separate God, if there's a God for black people, God for white people, God for Hispanic people, it's just, it's just, it's just mind-boggling to me. Mm -hmm. So I don't just. No, and I completely understand what she's saying, and and she and I have shared this. I understand what she's saying, but like you said, it's not out of it's not out of habit that that I believe in God. What it what it is is out of um, upbringing and a little bit of fear. Mm -hmm. And it helps you cope through difficult times. And it helps me cope to, through difficult times. I hope it, it helps me because that's all I've ever known. I mean, we've had struggles mm -hmm. and we've had tough times. And the first thing that we've been taught, or our parents, or well, my mother always taught us, was, and there's another point I want to make, was, well, you just pray about it. You know, you pray. It's like Do you find that satisfactory? To pray about it? No, sometimes I don't. I don't, but she says you pray and you be patient. Now, we had a dad. Our dad was the most caring, giving person, and he was the most practical. Very, he, he lived his life absence of judgment, and that's difficult to do. And I've tried in the last five years to live my life absence of judgment of people. And he was, he was a good example of doing that. Now, as they raised us, he never went to church. Mm -hmm. He played golf on Saturdays, but he worked on Sundays, but he worked very, very hard. But this was a man who walked a Christian walk. He just didn't go but to church. But maybe he didn't even know that's yeah. what it was called. He, yeah, but he, he was I don't know if he knew sounds that. Sounds like a humanist. Mm -hmm. Yes, he, he, he was a person that if you wanted to describe it, they said, that a, a Christian does this, they're caring, they're giving, they're understanding, they're non-judgmental, and they would give, he would absolutely give you anything, and he was a saver, and it was like, he saved money, not just for himself, but for other people who may need it. But 
we grew up probably 20 years he know yeah about 20 years he didn't go to church he, he didn't sure go to church but yeah but he made sure we were there but his if you wanted to in the christian way his walk with god was right there on target but mm, but mm. then they say you know, as they say in a uh, marriage if one person is going to church that's enough to cover both so my mother was always in church. Oh, okay. that those she covered always. for him but no later in life he started he going started to church going, yeah. like within the last few he started okay. going to church but then he became yeah. he started having some health issues but not major health issues and he was he wasn't he wasn't sick he wasn't ready to die so he had that fear it was probably like start going to church and i'm going to start doing these things and i'm going to start praying because this is not what I want to happen. You know? It sounds like some of the reasons that you were, you are believing because of fear. Can I ask you one more question and then we can possibly wrap it up? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to insult you with this question at all, but I'm wondering if you possibly have a low self-esteem or a low self-worth. Mm -hmm. Do you lower yourself in your mind? And that's one of the reasons why you're relying on the belief in a God? No. Do you think that you're not capable personally of getting through difficult times? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no, no. I def 100% I know I can get through difficult times. Low self-esteem, she tell you, no, I don't I don't suffer with any, anything like okay. that. I've had, I've had... Well, why do you think you need this crutch then? I, I, I want to call it a crutch. Let me say, because she experienced a situation where she's a therapist. So she works with families and marriage and family, family therapists. Therapist. So she's worked with yes. all kinds of you know, different things. So... She has, uh, she had five children. She already, she had uh, three, and just all very healthy pregnancies. And she went to a situation. She went to have the baby, and the baby didn't make it. So that that kind of shut her down for a long time. She stopped her doing her therapy. She just stopped mm. doing all, and she just really started doing it again two years ago. And this happened maybe 14 years ago. So that mm. was just took her to the lowest depths of where she was questioning God, angry, and just going through a whole lot of different things. So, and you wouldn't been able to get through that time in your mind if it wasn't for your belief in the God? I wouldn't have not, I would have not been able to get through those times if I didn't have my family. And so, so if my, you didn't have your family. Right, so my parents my family. were living at the time, so when she's going through that, and everyone's surrounded, of course my mother is saying, we're gonna pray about it, you have to do this, we have to do that, and you know, that's everyone that's surrounding this, just you keep praying, and you know, God's gonna get you through that. I mean, you know, uh, we talked to other people that have been through that, and, you know, you just pray to God, pray to God. And so at that point, when you're so down, you want something to believe in and hold on to. So that's it's like, that. I'm gonna start praying. And maybe that got her up, because I think it's a mental thing. You start and things start changing, but maybe mm -hmm. for me, I would just kind of keep on going, because I, right now, I don't pray. And people will say, and I, and pray I come, for her. I come so close to when people say, um, you know, pray for me, and it's like, yeah, I'll write cards, and I used to say, God bless, and I don't, I just, it's, it's just not in me to do mm. that anymore. I just don't. It seems like you both kind of in these stages of transition, mm -hmm. in, in different, different paths. And like I tell her, interesting. I've been where you are. I've, I've been there, and it's like, I have been through. The biggest thing I feared was the biggest thing I lost. And I think that, and then my mother, of course, said, well, that's what God was trying to show you, is that you can make it through that. And I thought this was but a the mean way to show did, me. But yeah, the one thing God she did. didn't like when people yes. would say, oh, God does everything for a reason. And that would get her angry. And I see, don't I understand. Don't, what is yeah, the reason that he would do and that? And I still to hear that still bothers me. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, what is like the reason? But she still it. believes in him. Because mm -hmm. so, she, she, she doesn't have that answer. What is the answer? Why did he allow that to happen? He hasn't answered that for her, but she still mm -hmm. believes in him. So for me, I'm looking at it. You didn't answer that question. Because I'm so afraid why? not to you know, believe. I know, because I'm I'm I think, what would he take from me if I don't? You know, what else would he take if I don't? You know? Is that where the fear comes in? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Do you think... a God that you have to believe in because you're afraid of him is a God worth worshiping? Well, you know what they say is that God is a, a, a fearful God. Is, is he worth worshiping? Some of it, it's like, it's, it's about 50-50 for me, Anthony. 
I was raised this way, you know, my parents, and I, and I had good parents, and it was, and I'm not saying that, oh, if my parents were abusive, would I hang on to an abusive uh, pattern of relationships because I was raised that way? No, I would not, but I was 50%, um, that was the way I was raised, my mother and father believed that way, my grandparents believed that way, and the other half is, yeah, I'm a little scared not to believe, because what if I don't believe, what else, what else do I, what else do I hold on to, to believe in through tough times? I can lean on my family, and we can figure out how to do it, but I have to surrender myself to something, something has to be greater than me, and I'm raising, my husband and I are raising four children the same way, to believe in in God, you have you have to pray. You have to be thankful, because you alone don't accomplish the things that you have. And until I know another way, how 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 does that hurt? Why do you think some people can get through difficult times and not have to believe in something greater than them, like perhaps your sister here? Mm -hmm. How is she getting through it? Family. Is that an option for you? Oh yeah, like I said, I mean, the things that I've been through, if I didn't have, if I did not have my family, no, I would have, I would have struggled greatly. You know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't pray, didn't take my kids to church, I didn't do anything. Did it hurt them? No, but it, I think it hurt, it hurt me because that wasn't the way I was raised to do things, you know. And of course, my mom, if she were here, she'd still say, you just need to keep praying. When she would just say, "Well, she told me that after my father passed away, I told her I was really angry. God said, "Well, you, you know, he can handle it." Um, and I was kind of going in that direction anyway. Then when she passed away, then I was like, "Okay, now I can really go to what I believe." Eighteen look months at this. apart, they, they passed away. It, it'll be a, it'll be three years for her and you next, next week, month. Next and it was month. like, I can be released for this. I don't really believe in this anymore. I want to ask you one more question, Carla. Mm -hmm. If you weren't raised to believe in this God, mm -hmm. would you be fearing in the God now? With with our society being being so so God prevalent, I would I, I would probably be curious. I don't know if I'd be fearful. But I'd be curious, like she's saying. I mean, I look at all the different gods that people worship, and some of them are very violent gods, and I don't understand it. So I would be curious. I would probably go on a journey to search. Like there's a book that that I read years ago. And I don't know if you've heard of the Celestine Prophecy. Did you read the book? No. It says that things. There's no such thing as happenstance. Things happen for a reason. And this book. Oh, is this okay? It, it's a it's an old book. Is this uh, well? You said I think you said at the start that you weren't all tied into the whole karma thing. Right. Is and this so, a karma thing? Right. Or? Well, yeah, yeah. It's based on that. And I started reading years ago. Probably oh God, I read so many books years ago when I was trying to find, you know, is this a is there God or it because how could God be so mean be so evil to take what you prayed for for so long and to give you right there and then to pull it back so I was on this journey to figure it out mm. so I read a lot of different books uh, there's a book called why does the red bird sing and it also uh, explores the possibility of does God exist does he not exist and why do things happen but the Celestine Prophecy is a good book to read. It's, okay. It is. I might give it to you. It's uh, yeah. It's like things don't have. There's no such thing as happenstance. There's a reason for everything that happens. But back to the God thing. Mm -hmm. 
do you believe that the God exists because you have evidence and good justifications for it? Or are you holding on to the belief because you're afraid of what your life would be like without the belief? Um, yes, and it's not so, yeah, yeah, and then what would my life be like? Yeah, yeah, because I would well, have what, what to do you mean, yes? Do you have evidence There's for a the... fear, no, no. No there, evidence. There's a fear. I, I could tell you, Anthony, I'll probably pay forever to go, okay, Mom, you, Mama, you've taught us that there is a God. Can you come and tell me that there is? Can you come back to, and just give me a sign? The that kids are asking you for are? this, huh? No, she's no, asking her. I'm asking mom. my mom. Oh. Mm. That. Can you Pardon. tell me Sorry that, that? Tell me that 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 thing that you raised us on is true. Is there yeah. a way you can let us know that? So yeah, yeah. What would my what would I feel my life with in terms of the strength besides my family to get through things if I decide there is no God? Bonus footage followed by post-conversation breakdown. And I'm imagining this is what your study is about. The karma and... Uh... I love talking about supernatural beliefs, but when a person picks the God one, I love it because a lot of these other beliefs that people have mm -hmm. are resting on that big one. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. And when the God belief goes, a lot of other beliefs go. Mm -hmm. they, stop, they stop praying and they stop donating to politicians mm -hmm. who want a theocracy and mm -hmm. they stop uh, they might be against teaching religious books in public mm -hmm. schools and mm -hmm. there's all these other things that kind of fall the wayside mm -hmm. and um, I'm fascinated with how people can be sure that their God exists mm -hmm. and I think many times like during this conversation I kind of got the impression that maybe you don't I don't know that you don't, I don't yeah. I, I don't like, particularly know that. All I know You don't is, know it, but you're you're very invested in it and you're afraid of the outcome if you didn't maintain right. the belief. And then two, one thing for us, and I yeah, I think is that she knows this too, is that you're talking to two black people that it's very uncommon for blacks not to believe in God. Mm -hmm. And our culture believes in God because as Back she was that. saying, we were sustained through the belief in God. Yeah. It was like our whole existence that we feel we survived was because of God. All the hymns that we ever sang that during the same time was praying to God. And so our culture is a is a God-based, God-based, as they say, God-based, God-fearing uh, uh, culture. I mean, that's just the way blacks are. So, so she would be in a very large... Uh, Minority to be in a group of blacks to say I don't believe in but God. I, I think that's changed a lot though now. I mean, I've, I've even read where some pastors have stepped down because they start seeing the same but belief. There's actually though. something called um, to just interrupt. There's something called the clergy project mm -hmm. where there are pastors who are literally at the pulpit preaching, but they no longer believe and they're mm -hmm. looking for a way out because they have very limited skills at that point. Mm -hmm. So there's organizations for that, and there is a growing atheist secular community. Mm -hmm. And while it's not entirely black, yeah. there are a few blacks mm -hmm. yeah. in the in the group. Mm -hmm. And um, if you are looking for that community, no, and I'm not. And I'm gonna say just truly atheist. And I like I keep a lot of this to just to myself. I just don't. Mm -hmm. It's just like I'm trying to figure this out. I stopped going to church after my parents passed away, <laughs> and I start. I have two daughters, and I thought, well, I know where I stand, but I don't want to make that decision for them. So we started going back to church. But in doing mm. that, I've stopped again. It's mm. just like this is just not. Your lack of belief has come more into focus as you've 
senior kids going back to church? Well, no, I, just, I was just, I wanted them her to have make their own decisions. Come just, because of the things that have happened in her life. Yeah, it's just, lack of focus. Lack of belief, I meant. Yeah, lack of belief is because of the th her, just because of the things she's been through. So you think about um, if a, let's say Harry Tubman Underground Railroad, so they didn't pray to God, but they got together and figured out a way we're going to take this trail and go this way, and they got out anyway. Yeah, were they, I mean, what do we say? It's just, it's just everything. It's just a tribute to God. Something drives you. I did this, and you know, I was just thanking God, and you got to pray. And I just, I'm just, it's just like I'm overwhelmed. I'm just like, I'm just almost like we can't. I'm tired of hearing it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I just don't. I have a friend who's your whole witness. She is so embedded in that. And here was a different God, but she believes everything that happens in her life is because of Jehovah. And I have some friends that everything they won't take a step because of, um, you know, I'm afraid of God. If you're not, this is not happening because of God. So my struggle for me, I have two children, and I've pretty much always raised them myself. And I, you know, I'm able to raise them myself. I, you know, I don't think I've been able to provide for them, but that doesn't make me happy. And so people say, but you should be glad you're able to take care. But I, I'd like to have a partner by my side. So I'm thinking with me being so independent. That has been something. Is this how God is punishing me? Because like you can't have anybody walk by your side. I said, well, you know what? If if, if the trade-off is that I'm able to take care of myself, and my kids, okay. But sometimes that's not enough. Mm -hmm. So my sisters always say, one day, you know, you'll meet somebody. And I'm like, I'm just so, you know, God's gonna send the right person. Really? You know, it's like, okay, I'm 50 years old. When is He gonna send them? You know, I just, it's always just, it's yeah. like, but that's just, you know, part of it. It's just some things I think that potentially it would happen. I've had some things to happen with without. I mean, I read Joel Osteen's book a few years ago, and I was just gung ho about that. And I some people say he's him. not really God like he's just a motivational speaker. And my mother always he's just motivational. And until she passed away, I realized he is just motivational. He's not really, you know. Um, but it's just the confidence and the courage and just whatever it keeps you going that some things will, you know, it could still, I believe, will still happen. I know people that do not pray to God who appear to be doing a whole lot. For instance, uh, people say well you know if you have a boyfriend you love you can't live god is against that you can't live together i mean that's why because god well oprah and stedman have never been married and she's doing great you know so it's just all this disparity so I just, i'm just like i'm tired of hearing it you know so, that's great that's a good example would you like yeah. some water before you do your walk no, i got some cold water so, yeah, can so i right here. okay thank you i've got so a, i've got cards it's got my email on it oh, thank you carla and gail okay, thank you yeah thank you i really enjoyed right. talking with you and getting your different views and your name is anthony yeah and you only do one person. You didn't take one, so did you? I was. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Is that okay? Oh, it's no, fine. Right. I thought you only did one person. So, so. what are you, so you going to do with your research? Yeah. One, is a little, one is a little easier because oh. we can really focus on why you believe it and how you concluded that mm -hmm. it's true and what would your life be like without the belief. Mm -hmm. And when there's another person, mm -hmm. which was fine, this worked out great. Like, it, the, the juxtaposition of mm -hmm. both of your... And we were views? raised the same. We I know. Raised, it was, yeah. That's why it was so yeah. fascinating. It was pretty interesting. I just, uh, so you're, you're going to put together this project? Or are you going to present it at the end? I mean, what is your... I've been yeah, giving a couple talks. Oh, okay. uh, there's something we're, we're doing. It's called street epistemology, where okay. epistemology is the study of how people know the things that they know. And uh, what we're finding is that just asking questions uh -huh. helps a person get a better sense of the belief that's in their mind. Mm -hmm. And they later go on and ask themselves, do I have a really good reason? Is, is fear a good reason to keep holding on to a belief? Is it holding me back? What would my life be better? Or what, would, what would my life be like without this belief if I have family to, mm -hmm. to take, take up the slack? Mm 
So, um, so like she takes up my slack because my parents and all, so just everything. So I just, but so she did, she knew long ago she couldn't help me from a therapeutic, she couldn't provide me therapy because it, it just, she just couldn't because it wouldn't work out. We're too close. Yeah. We're too close. And she mm. just told me I cannot, so it's just more from a sister when I'm just, whatever I'm going through, you know, she's going to, that's, that's who I call. So, yeah. so where she says she's praying to this God, I don't pray to her, but that's who I lean on. I don't, I'm just calling you because this is what's going on right now and I just need to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So I'm not. But we've always been know. that way. She's, yeah. So. My little sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's there for you. That's great. Yeah. Very special. Yeah. So now, and what do you do? Are you a... a, a I'm a stay-at-home dad. Oh. My kids are away at summer camp. Okay. And uh, I had a little time to come out today mm -hmm. before I go back. What is well, your belief? I am probably more closer to you. Okay. Where... Uh, did you... Did, were you... Did you arrive there or were you raised, raised that way? I was raised in a believing family. Okay. And I was always kind of a skeptical kid. Like when I was in second grade, I told my parents that I thought God was made up like Santa. And they were, they were like, whoa. So they sat me down with a priest and a nun. And, and, and uh, they'd give me, they talked for like 30 minutes. And I could tell that it was important to them. And they mm -hmm. said, okay, Anthony, do you believe now? And I said, yes. But I, I knew that I just lied because I knew that it was important mm -hmm. to them. So I was always skeptical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, like I, I, d I don't, usually like to give my perspective mm -hmm. on things because I want to remain neutral, but I think like the conversation's yeah. over. Mm -hmm. But um, my life is great without believing in any gods. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're very well off. We have beautiful, wonderful kids. Mm -hmm. uh, when we have difficult times, we reach out to our friends and mm -hmm. yeah. it's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it can be, it can be confusing to children because we tell them you don't believe in Santa, he's not real. But I see these people dressed up as Santa, but you want me to believe in God, somebody I've never seen. Have more evidence for Santa, don't we? And the Easter Bunny. So, okay. Well, All right. Well, we're almost going to have to go back to the car. Right. It's like time. <laughs> we, walk yeah. time's over. Oh, okay. oh, thank you. We enjoyed okay, it. Thank you so much. Thank Wonderful. You so much. Good day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Well, if you recall, I mentioned at the start how it's more challenging to have a conversation with two people. And that was a great example of it. It took a great deal of focus to keep the talk on track. While I think the talk was beneficial for all three parties, not to mention viewers, I think it would have been far more powerful if I had had a one-on-one -on -one talk with Carla. I think I took at least two big risks there during the talk that I can recall. Asking Carla if she might have a low self-worth and therefore needing a God to cope with life's hardships. And the potentially inflammatory question about Carla possibly being a slave to her belief because it sounded like a press of fear and not evidence was keeping her from discarding her God belief. Although I spoke very little, I was a bit more pressing with my questions, maybe because of Gail's presence, I'm not sure. Even telling them near the end there a little bit about my views and asking if a fearful God is worth worshiping. You may have even noticed some change talk there with Carla. SE is about meeting a person where they're at. And I thought it might be helpful to help Carla think about what life would be like without this God belief. This discussion was a little meandering at times, much different than my typical encounters, but still memorable nonetheless. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 